Skinner, Dean and Cochran. Together, The Frank Skinner Show. Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and A. Cochran. You can uh, text us on 812.15 if you, if you like. It'd be crazy to do it if you don't. And uh, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio. Email us, remember those? <laughs> Through the uh, Absolute Radio website. Lovely, lovely design on that, baby. <laughs> So, um, morning. It is morning. A- it is actually Alan Cochrane. There's not just any member of my family. And why did Frank go a Cochrane? Oh, extraordinary decision. Uh, Alan's a bit of a mouthful. <laughs> is it? That's what I've heard. Um, it's been strange. No offence, but it would be quite a strange name to call a child now. Alan. Yeah. Oh, listen. Can you? What's hear? that noise? No, I always. I have a theory that whenever you say "what's that noise," the listeners can't hear it. Only we can hear it. Oh, really? That's it sounds like okay. there's a mosquito trapped in the whole system, doesn't it? The, there um, is a mosquito trapped in the whole system. I've told you that before. I've said never bring up the mosquito in the system. Do you, oh. ever. <laughs> Do you think we want animal rights people standing in Golden Square saying um, "not mos- mozzie out"? It's I intermittent, think it's the isn't it? It's uh, going and going. Stomach. No, it's not my stomach this week. I promise you. Food, that, that food prices have I, gone up. I'm starting to it wish stopped I when I stopped it. eating bread. All that didn't it? I wish I'd stopped with Weetabix and not had that mosquito. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we've actually had a, an email from... I thought it was like a, a sort of a poor man's blood sausage to eat a uh, mosquito, like having a black pudding. Yeah. But I didn't find it very uh, mm. fulfilling. Carry on. Well, that was our little dog in the playground moment, and it's passed. We had an email um, that's somewhat about my name. I remember last week when I uh, confessed that I did not have a love for cricket? In fact, I went a bit further. <sighs> I think I went a little further. Let's it was ugly back. between it you was, two. We've had an up. email titled Cricket uh, that says, Was Alan aware that there is a Cochrane Street round the corner from the home of cricket? Um, I have taken a photo with the Lord's floodlights in the background, but can't see how to send it via the website, and like I'm not the, on the Twitter. <laughs> I like the term, the, uh, the Lord's floodlights. It sounds like a religious thing. Yeah. It's, it's a reference to the Aurea Borealis, <laughs> or as I call them, the Lord's floodlights. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> uh, like the Northern Lights thing. Look it up. Mm. Oh, by the way, um, about this for a, for a challenge, because we've got some very clever wordsmiths who listen to oh, this yeah. show. Yeah. Um, in uh, it's that time of the year, of course, when all the schools are, have broken up. Schools you out know, for summer. In Alice Cooper's song "Schools Out," when he yeah. says, "We ain't got no innocence. We can't even think of a word that rhymes." I bet that one of our readers can think of a something that rhymes with innocence. Yeah, that's what I think can happen if you can give us a text on eight twelve fifteen. Okay. Brilliant! Another brilliantly inventive. Texting. Slightly, slightly <laughs> strange, if you don't mind me saying. I know, but, but I I'm, get, I'm getting really good at this now. Oh, yeah. That's what I think. Carry on. <laughs> Carry on. I've read it to you. Okay. It was, I thought uh, you said you had two. Did you say you had two seven, things? Um, I didn't, did I? Um, okay. Oh, there is another one about Lords, oh, actually. Oh, it's looking a bit suspicious <laughs> that you might have said I had two things in. Uh, dear Mr, Mrs and Master Radio, the whole radio family... Firstly, thought I'd say I love the show, and I know you won't read oh. this part out if you read the email at all, but... Oh, right, no, I see. Uh, Ree Frank's comment last week that Lord's Cricket Ground was the oldest sporting venue in the UK well, at 200 I read, years. I, did, I read that out. I th- it wasn't my True. Yeah. Since the first game there. I just thought I'd get in touch to let you know that Ascot Race Course was founded in 1711 
meaning the first race there was 303 years ago. Sorry, Frank, but you're out by 103 years. Keep up the good work. Well, it was. I just read it. It's like when you try to guess my age, you're out by about that yeah, mark. Also, 1711. That's, uh, that's Hugh from Ealing. I like that they, they went for 1711, not 1710, though. Shows uh-huh. they're a bit inventive. And, uh, I was talking about that. I was reading the paper this morning. Reading It's the Sun or the Mirror. They've, they've basically become each other. And uh, that bit, you're thinking, oh, it's interesting. Oh, look at that. Look at her. <laughs> look at the size of this woman. And then you get to, oh, it's a horse racing in the middle. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then I never get to the second half of the paper. No. Horse racing drags me down. Mm-hmm. I don't know what my dad would say. He loved, he loved a flutter. Oh, did he? Did he <laughs> like the nags? <laughs> oh, yes. Um, yeah. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. <laughs> Hey, you've started something on the texts. Hey. Eight nine, well, yeah, you have. Oh, I've worked out the noise as well, by what the way. What was that noise? Oh, yeah. um, well, apparently the vent, the air vents here, the, the new air vents are too big and it causes a reverberation. We need a thinner vents. We ain't got oh. no innocence. We, we need, need some thinner, thinner vents. vents. <laughs> you see? <laughs> Such a lie. Just so you could crowbar that in. I wouldn't lies. say it was crowbarred. I'd say it <laughs> slithered in. As it happens, one of the texts that we've had is uh, mosquito can be heard listening via DAB radio. Thankfully, it wasn't a swarm. So it's good mm. to know that the listenership could hear that oh, as well. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, I was just, I was a bit worried they were just going to think that we'd run mad. The three of us. Eight nine seven innocence. Down the shop with a handful of pence. No, because no. it's got to be innocent. It's got to rhyme with the whole Okay. Thing. Kerry, who uh, is on the show today, is very um, cleverly said, what about innocence? You know, right, very yeah. good, I suppose innocent. So he could have said, got no innocence. Well, I suppose we have innocence. <laughs> yeah. That would have been a brilliant. <laughs> Why would he have gone some strange Birmingham accent suddenly? Well, he mid-song. wouldn't have done it in that. He'd have done it as Alice Cooper. <laughs> I guess we have. Well, you know, like innocence. <laughs> One of, the most, that uh, way. one of the most concise <laughs> texts we've ever had is um, pestilence, Stuart. Well, again, it's, it doesn't it doesn't fall the, the, the full rhyme of inner. Okay, I'm, lo- I'm loving what just, a hard taskmaster you're being. Just this time. what he said. Sorry, Stuart. My, they're time. not my I rules. I respect you for it. What Stuart? I think people are going. They're going to rhyme in dictionary and they'll just look in last syllable. And I want whole thing. Oh, you think they're cheating? You've accused oh, them of cheating and sense. cheating badly. Thin events. I'm, assi- I'm assuming you're going to be similarly harsh on 267. How about omnipotence? Okay. To rhyme with innocence. Sorry, not good enough. I like the fact they've put, how about omnipotence brackets total power close <laughs> brackets? They've explained what it meant. <laughs> you guys are going to need this information. Um, uh, what about my, uh, my meal mummy for tonight? What do you mean? My dinner pence. <laughs> dinner pence? It's if you'd have said that. <laughs> oh, that Got that no would innocence, work. but they better remember their dinner pence. That would work school. really well if anyone in the world had ever used that phrase. <laughs> well, we dinner used to call pence. lunch dinner, dinner pence. So we used to say dinner money at school. So dinner money, dinner pence. I, I'd have allowed oh, Alice... we didn't do that. It just added to the account. I'd have allowed Alice <laughs> a bit of poetic... That was our uh, dinner money. License. Yeah, I got free school dinners. <laughs> you know my moment with Alice Cooper? I must have told you about that. Oh, yeah. I interviewed Alice Cooper. Oh, and yeah. You know this theory of agape when you suddenly f- feel complete and Is that pure. How you say that? Love. I thought it was agape because you well, mentioned it about a month ago. No, <laughs> of course, I've already did. got it wrong. The woman who said, the bloke who said, I see a Tulisa's in court. <laughs> Tulisa. I got that wrong last court. week. Oh, no. I mean, I couldn't. I didn't know where to look. Oh, yeah. The Guardian. <laughs> so, um, 
That's where I should have looked. Yeah, what was I talking? What was he? Yes. You were talking about Alice Cooper. Agape. Yes, so, uh, so Agape. So I, um, I was interviewing him, and I suddenly really loved him. I Aww. felt real unashamed, and I'm not like a giant uh. fan or anything. It was just ma- human being to human being. Did you <laughs> express it? I could, how could I say that? I just looked at him and thought, you know what, you're a, you're a beautiful spirit. That is one of the pressures of being a television chat show host, is that you can't just blurt out, I love yeah. you, to yeah, your guests. Yeah. <laughs> Particularly yeah, when you're on drugs. I mean, that would make the ratings go through the roof, wouldn't it? He'd have looked on it. He's not a man who wants to be loved as well. He, he wants to be f- feared in that yeah. kind of way. Does he? I'm always surprised we have Alice Cooper. Plays a lot of golf. Yeah. Does seem right, does oh, he? Oh, yeah. does he? Yeah, it's does, a bit yeah. Jamie Redknapp, the old golf, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> I tell you what I was looking at in the in the tabloids this morning. There's some new dramas coming on the telly. Lovely. Left, but there's a thing with um, Nicholas Lindhurst and uh, Dennis mm-hmm. Waterman, mm. and some other things. And uh, it's that bit when the actors have to, because they're in drama in the publicity shots, they have to look really sort of serious. And yeah. it just it's it's the funniest. <laughs> I'm going to put on a massive <laughs> exhibition of actors in publicity shots saying it's a drama. They're doing drama face. Photographer saying, right, okay, guys, here we go. Remember, drama. <laughs> okay, got it? Bring that down a bit, Nick. No, no smiles, Dennis. Down. Brilliant. That's what I think is happening. And that's... If anyone wants to send in any um, yeah. <laughs> actors deliberately looking like I'm a, there, I'm in a drama face... I'd love to see them. Maybe we can have a little exhibition on our website. Oh, yeah. oh God, I've got completely social network. <laughs> yes. What about in my pants? After dinner mints? No, in my pants. No innocence, especially <laughs> in my pants. <laughs> mm-hmm. We need to workshop that. You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. We were just saying that almost certainly David Beckham has a specialist person <laughs> whose job <laughs> whose job is purely to say, Oh, your bread smells a bit today, Mr Beckham. Or well, I should say this came about because I had suggested a celebrity who shall remain nameless has yes. suffered from very bad BO. Yes. But um oh, and I, I said that David Beckham would not be allowed to have that because there is someone, I'm sure their job they're called the the honesty attache. To David Beckham, and they have to say you've got a bogey that, in the bogey in, bat in the cave, left, left barrel. <laughs> <laughs> they have to say stuff like that. I'd like to see that essentially as my role with you, honesty attaché. Yeah, I think I think everyone needs one. So many people at the top end, they don't have them, or mm-hmm. so many people generally don't have them. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we're at I, the top end now, are we? No, but you know, as I've said before, there's a bad breath. It's the secret epidemic, bad breath. <laughs> why, why aren't their families and friends saying, <laughs> "Whoa, ba- whoa"? There is a lot. Why aren't of they? Wait, turn, can you turn? Whoa, why aren't they doing that? And you're so right, Frank. It's often kind of regional CEOs, I find. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's people with power, and, yeah. and everyone's frightened to say it. Everyone should have. You should decide if you've got a honest, an honesty attaché in your life, if you haven't get one. Mm-hmm. If you need it to be me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Glenn Upwood has texted, how about frankincense, guys? 
Frank. He made sense. I don't Frank. think it works. Well, and also, he's gone guys. I don't no, I don't mind guys. <laughs> All right. He might be writing okay, from Guy's Hospital. <laughs> no. He's there trying to yeah. help people he's and save lives, and you're, you're taking the mickey. Well, because, you know, he works there regularly. Perhaps <laughs> he's a big fan of uh, E. Cummings, the, um, you think? the poet who, who used lowercase exclusively. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute Radio here, the home of commercial fun. Jamie and Saffron Walden <laughs> has said, yeah. how about I've got no innocence as I'm travelling into France? <laughs> I mean, that's not... Absolutely I, I like terrible. It. If he did it in his, got no innocence, I'm travelling into France. <laughs> no. That's terrible. Oh, it's no. not terrible. I love that people are joining It's no it. Connor Clark, I'd like a thin offence. No, but that is. I it's did like use a thin thi- offence. Yeah, yeah that's it's all good. Right. But I did use thin events. Oh yeah, so he's taken off. You workshopped it together, you've cooperation. You've, you've loosened the jar there. He took half my rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> it happens every time, <laughs> and I am left with a half rhyme. Right, Elvis Costello. I tell you, uh, speaking of um, successful Edinburgh shows, I was. Um, <laughs> I had a dream. I had a dream. What happened? This week. And I know we've, we have a rule about um, um, not telling dreams on the show, which we mentioned just before. It's a much rule. We whenever do. we tell our dreams. And why do we have this rule? <laughs> I told you. Because um, it's more boring than listening to people's okay, problems. But this is quite a quick... I had okay. a dream that I did... Uh, I'm doing Edinburgh. As we move, Actually, let, next week's show is live from Edinburgh. We're no. moving up there. Yes, we're basically yeah. moving there. Um, and... Uh, Frank is the hottest ticket in Edinburgh, apparently. I've heard yeah. that. Yeah. I should say there will be someone in my property. I should say that my <laughs> tickets are made of phosphorus. <laughs> That's yeah, they're white hot. But um, I had a dream, and I dreamt a sort of perfect, brilliant, hilarious, award-winning, massively successful Edinburgh show, just in a brilliant. dream. Did you? I mean, if you'd have heard the crowd response, I stood up and, uh, I, you know, it was... I woke up and I didn't stand up, uh, not until after I'd woke up. Yeah. I woke up and I felt elated by the crowd response to the show. I'll, t- I'll tell you after what, what the show was. When I say after, I don't mean off air, I mean after this lovely song. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. You know, we usually get a good text from Ian Angel every week, I would say. We get yeah, he's, he's, he's a consistent uh, reader. Yeah, he's excelled himself again. Frank, if you keep dreaming, you'll turn into a Z-list celebrity. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Too late. Strong work. Too late. And the Angle. 760 has said, a rule you don't talk about dreams, not on my radio, you don't. That's <laughs> oh, <laughs> true. We do do it fairly is, frequently. Was there mm. a, a click then, do you think? I imagine it was, you yeah, know, not on my radio, you don't. No, they're finished with great show, but I didn't read oh, that because no, we don't do praise. But thanks for saying it. I always say, don't get me wrong, it's nice of you to say it, but when I hear DJs reading out, oh, I really think you've got a brilliant show, I think, don't be so immodest. Mm-hmm. So, go on, what happens in this dream then? Well, you stormed so, it. I went on stage in uh, Edinburgh oh. and... Um, Was it a big arena? How it, many are you playing it, it to? It wasn't that, it wasn't okay. that big, but it, it felt, um, it was packed. Mm, and my show... Was I? Um, I did. Um, you know, hopelessly devoted to you. Oh, from, do I know it from Greece? <laughs> I think I, it might have been written by Louis St. Louis, a f- friend, family friend. Really, yeah. Louis St. Louis. I told you about him. He wrote Greece. Yeah, he was so yeah. good. They named him <laughs> twice. <laughs> yeah. So um, it, it was me 
but not really singing. Basically, I went on and went. So you half mumbled the song. Not even half mumbled. <laughs> and the crowd were going absolutely. I mean, really, they were going mad. When you say going mad, do you mean as a positive? No, People weren't holding their ticket up going, 2750! <laughs> it was storming. Can I say my Edinburgh tickets are not 2750? <laughs> they're, they're sold out anyway. Trying, aren't it's always trying to put people off. They're not sold out. <laughs> they're not sold out. <laughs> I heard they were phosphorus. <laughs> but it was, um, they, are, they are very phosphorus. Um, phosphorus. So you, did you just, you just stood there in a suit singing that badly? Nowhere to hide. <laughs> <laughs> did you have one of your suits on? Is that was it? The I, don't, I don't remember. What I was Were people clapping? They loved it. But um, they, it was it was absolutely stormed it. I mean, they, <laughs> it was like, and I, I'm I'm woke up. You know that two seconds. You think, why haven't I thought of this before? <laughs> oh yeah, so much easier than writing. Uh, Frank, jokes. please don't do that. No. Well, I mean, I'm it like, is easier than writing jokes. Right, absolutely right there. No, start, don't try it. Don't I just try start it. like it. I could go on and go. It's quite high risk to do it at the start, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, then Alan, it's quite high risk to do it. <laughs> you may never stop. get that power back. I could say I was just trying out the microphone there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Maybe an encore. Encore. Yeah, definitely. Maybe, do okay. it as the encore. I'd love that. I had a lovely okay. dream about David Niven this week. Did you? Yeah, he was giving me love advice. Okay. Mm. He's got plenty of that, of course. What with Nessie and all that. He said I was talking about my my boyfriend. Mm-hmm got a boyfriend yeah <laughs> and he said he's a lovely man but he's young and the young man they have they're full of euphoria and i think he meant euphoria but i didn't want to correct him so now i'm just going to use that as a word because yeah, it was well. good enough for david niven but wasn't mm -hmm. you for that uh, security company that was disgraced <laughs> during the 2012 olympics i think that was g4 but yeah. oh was he okay oh frank I, do you know what if you did that show for the security company look after they look after sheep <laughs> <laughs> I definitely pay. What is it, twenty-seven fifty to come and see that? Mm. Okay, it isn't twenty-seven fifty in Edinburgh. <laughs> Tickets still available, <laughs> but not as phosphorus as we how got. Much, how much oh. is it? <laughs> oh, he doesn't I don't know. know. I don't know. He just knows they're not twenty. I get him free. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of the, that's, that's one of the things of being up on stage. <laughs> I really like about it. The Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from eight on Absolute Radio. Oh, I tell you what I did uh, this week. I um, I experimented in the shower. Uh oh. <laughs> oh no, I hate I these have, shower tales. I have a very. Teeth uh, on edge. I have a very um, rigorous. I, I oh. think I've told you before. Very disciplined um, procedure back. in the shower. I um, I've, I facial scrub, mm -hmm. and then I wash my hair, mm -hmm. and then I work my way down. That's what I'm worried culminating about. Culminating in the uh, in the cavities between each toe. Oh, yeah. He likes to put scrub. And then I'm done. This week, I don't know I don't know what got into me. But um, I, I went in feet first, so to speak. Did you? So I got in the shower. I hadn't planned it. Do, can I, I just ask, do you use a very small, worn-down piece of soap, is what I'm imagining? Well, I'll tell you what I do is... Um, now, here's a strange thing. <coughs> if When a, a piece of soap starts to get a bit on the small side, so mm. less fun... Mm. I um, I keep it for um, below the waist. 
So what I used the new I used the new tablet um, down to my um, navel, uh-huh. and then I'll go back to the small soap for the lower areas. Oh, Hi. Okay, yeah, I see. Well, I actually, that that's a good system because when you said that you you'd experimented with cleaning yourself feet upwards, mm. I was thinking, well, hang on, that means that you're washing your face with something that was just moments ago washing your feet and and even your uh, nether regions, shall mm. we say? Mm. But if mm. you're using separate bits of soap, mm. that's mm. That, that's that's fine. It's not as imagining mm. as I thought. Why didn't you use shower gel? I'm just thinking, <laughs> would this show be more annoying whenever you two spoke? I went, mm? 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 I think it would for the listeners, mm. but that is mm. my favourite bit mm. of it ever since mm. I joined. Mm. <laughs> be so cute, you wouldn't be able to listen to it, would you? Stop doing that! And... Mm. Mm. Um, Oh, well, I really that's true. That. That's true, and I've realised that when I, when you start at the top, that um, of course there's been some drippage and, and drainage. So by yeah. the time you get to the legs, they've already been primed, mm-hmm. so to speak, by yeah. stuff running down. But um, it's, it's like it's, listening, and you do, yeah, you do. You feel you move steadily, moving filth towards your mouth is what the feeling of what of yeah. showering up. It's like the nineties for you all over it's, again. Yeah, but. Um, it was. I think it's good to challenge these. Uh, yeah, yeah. The yeah. systems of life. I go right the other way. I do a full handstand and, uh, do you? and just shower just myself. Can I day. ask you a personal question? Yeah, why not? Um. Mm? 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 <laughs> <laughs> we can't all do it. It'd be no, weird. No. Do go you on, use soap off. as well? Pardon? Do you use soap? Yeah, I was going to ask you if you use soap. <laughs> Is this an intervention? No, because <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I've ever used soap. I, I, mean, think, the, I think the honesty of Tash <laughs> has arrived. <laughs> <laughs> Do you use soap at all? <laughs> I, uh, I'm a, I'll be honest, I'm a fan of the shower gel. Me, I like, I like what the full suds. Except I pay for mine. Yeah, you that's don't. different. That is different. <laughs> I know I don't. It'd <laughs> <laughs> be crazy, you don't. You go to the, the shower gel room at your, at your office. Shower I, gel cupboard. I, I actually paid for the one that I'm currently using as well, so there. Do you have a condition? So, nah. We see, no. I occasionally condition, and no. here's my thing. It's it usually says, thing. someone told me many years ago, it might not even be true, leave the conditioner to sit on your hair for about a minute and a half, mm. and oh, yeah. then it gets a chance. Am I right, Em? You'd mm. know this. Mm. So mm. what I do <laughs> is I put the conditioner on my hair, and then I shower really quickly all the other bits. I think, get a better hurry up, otherwise, because there's a moment when conditioner stops doing good and starts doing evil. Oh, does if it? you leave it on too long. Oh, really? Oh, oh, I like turns, better hurry up. If I was to find, say, a snag nail on one of my toes and get you know get preoccupied and forget about it uh-huh. my hair would probably be completely white like billy idols <laughs> from the condition <laughs> is that what happened to him if i left it on yeah that's, that's what happened he uh you he have was, a condition he was washing his hair um, and uh, yeah he had an idea for a song oh. he keeps a waterproof notepad in the shower for such moments Natch. by the time he'd uh, He'd changed the, you know, he'd messed about with the verse, didn't get it quite. Instead of just mm-hmm. doing a rough draft and doing that later, just play the music. Tried to get it all in the show, and he had uh, completely <laughs> white hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Frank, Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. What about Mark? Suggests. How about this? So the copper, I pleaded my innocence after I crashed my car into the fence. Again, not a rhyme with inner sense. It should rhyme. It should be like pinner vents. He's made so much effort, though. 
Okay. Well, you know, I'm glad that that people. Uh, uh, lovely that Mark has tried. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, but you know, it's lovely that people go into the Olympics and all the Commonwealth Games, indeed, and, and try to win medals. If they don't, they haven't won medals. Mm-hmm. It's great that they were there, mm-hmm. but no medal. Okay. Seven six zero has texted. Who buys soap nowadays? Surprised they still sell it. <laughs> what? Well, I agree with that. Where, yeah. do you, where does one buy it? I what about Lush? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, That's a soap. Sh- that, that is a, a, a well, shop say, of soap. A, yeah. It is, yeah. Yeah, but they have soap with egg and bacon and things in it. Yeah, I don't want weird. that. Just have a plain soap. I just get little bars of soap from hotels or I use shower gel. It shouldn't be sold. Yes, of course you get small bars of soap from hotels. Got a whole room full of them. <laughs> I'm surprised you don't use soil <laughs> to clean yourself. <laughs> Well, it's funny you should say that because I am. Um, it's not that funny. I broke a record of, of, of my yeah. own for uh, not as funny for as non-shower uh, or bathing this week. It's not as funny as hopelessly diverted. What's the, uh, slightly mottled. What, what's the <laughs> longest you've ever gone without an official bathe? This is a question. Oh, oh well, is that no. your question or You're from not, a listener? Yeah. I mean, in my youth, we didn't bathe at home. Frank, right. is this honesty, Natasha, again? Yeah, but, but we, yeah, exactly. We honest, we didn't bathe. We this week to, I went Monday morning to no. Thursday evening. Monday morning to the... Oh, you absolutely disgusting animal. <laughs> With just a couple of dips in the sea to sort of... That's all right. cook not a few a dips wash. in the sea. That is a bath. And a few baby wipes. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's what Oh, I was did thinking. you do a prison oh, wash if, then? If, yeah. I wouldn't have yeah, a bath if I'd been swimming. <laughs> yeah. That's what Frank, you, uh, did you'll you... will dry your skin out. That's all you'll do if you we do that. We figured that it was a treatment in some places, wasn't it? Like a sea salt shampoo things so mm. yeah, keep thought, well, making yourself do. feel better yeah do you know i sometimes twice a day sometimes oh i love a two and three shower day. twice a day you're gonna dry your skin out <laughs> oh says all dirty people to make themselves feel better <laughs> you know like when i go to all the big festivals you know the isle of white <laughs> glastonbury i don't bother Glaster, yeah. have to bathe then great tunage did yeah. you really live a bath when you were growing up very very bath. rarely because to get hot water we had to put the coal fire on we had to oh, tell build me about a it. coal fire. He's not kidding. I'm not kidding. It's somewhat Dickensian, though, isn't it? Y- y- you are. <laughs> the Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. Back Saturday morning from 8. Tune in live for the full Frank experience. Absolute Radio. This is uh, Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Why don't you text us on 8 12 15? Come on. No, people have, and it's been lovely. Follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio or email the show mm-hmm. through the Absolute Radio website. Oh, I'll tell you what we need to talk about this morning. Mm. Kevin? No. <laughs> we haven't even touched on this yet. Uh, what about the opening ceremony of the Commonwealth Games? Did either uh, of you you see it? Oh yes, I saw it. No. I'm what about Barrowman? Okay. I mean, I'd like to talk for maybe two hours straight on Barrowman. I don't two think you talk straight, straight <laughs> on Barrowman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am. Um, I am a. I am a Barrow fan. Oh, so am I. I yeah. love Barrow. I. I. Uh, I experienced Barrowmania. Pardon? What was that? Barrowmania. What? Well, Barrow-mania? How? Frank? How really, would a mania you? about Barrowman? Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't think that was a tricky. Structure to work out. <laughs> what about when I sat with him once and he went through the labels on all his clothes? Did he? He went Hugo Boss, Armani, TK Maxx, TK Maxx. <laughs> Did he? Yeah. Oh, I he was I, proud of his bargain hunting. I'm, I'm warming to him now, actually. <laughs> well, I once had to do a, a big Sport Direct. I had to do a big toast. <laughs> yeah. My back, my luggage is Sport Direct. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
The one with the Muhammad Ali, that's, you know, limited edition. <laughs> um, he, uh, I'll tell you what's weird, he was completely Scottish on the opening ceremony. Was he? Well, this is it. Well, he segues, he segues. I was yeah. talking to someone. That's a California thing, though. Someone <laughs> I know is Scottish. Um, no, he travelled on a Segway. Yeah. <laughs> in fact, I, I, looking back, I can't believe there wasn't a Segway I in the can't. opening. There was everything it else. It was screaming for a, for a Segway, that, that opening ceremony. Um, he, uh, I was doing a toast, a group toast at the end of this TV series, and we all had to raise champagne, and I don't drink. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, I'll just, I'll hold up champagne anyway, and then just not Yeah. Drink. Don't Don't shoot me, you know, I mean, with the camera. Because I won't be drinking it, and he, he said, "No, no, this is not." And he he ran off, Barrowman, uh, and disappeared off into this like into the hotel area, and then came back about five minutes later with an orange juice in a Aww. glass for me. Oh, and I thought, oh, I I loved you anyway, but now I love you oh, even that's more. Nice. Oh, I love Barrowman. Did you have a garpe for him? Agape? Um, Agadoo? What no, is it? I had a gap for him. <laughs> He was he was very much. Sorry, a star. I misread that. I had a gap voucher. Which I gave him. <laughs> uh, he loves he a bargain of it. He got some uh, hooded top with yeah. black gap on the front. Oh yeah. Mm. He was very much the star of the show, wasn't he? He was of the he opening was ceremony. Oh yeah, it was all about the ceremony. Well, I don't know if it was all about the, the thing about the opening ceremony. It was about the people. Mm. It was the people. <laughs> opening. I'll tell you what it was like, Alan. If you didn't see, it. I think the Commonwealth Games, unlike the Olympics and the World Championship always has an element of school sports day about it. Yeah. Yeah. Or something. And this, it was like a school fate. The mm, it was. Ceremony. I mean, mm-hmm. I, any, any moment I was, I was anticipating a tombola. Oh. It was like, it was very done, it was like deliberately done down, I thought. I oh, think yeah. De- I think deliberately. It was school play, you know. Right. But did you like it, Frank? I did, I really liked it. Um, there was it presented by some Scottish woman called something Dunbar. Or Karen Dunbar. Do you yeah. know her? Yeah. I think she's a Scottish comedian. Yeah, it said she that. Is. I, I, I'm, I've got to be honest, I'm not familiar with her work. But Kath, uh, at one point, said to me, um, she wants to be careful she doesn't over-flare her nostrils. This <laughs> 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 is very interesting. <laughs> I think and, I've just done that, that, as you said what, That's what she said to Black Beauty. And she was. Every time she said yeah. something, her oh. nostrils, she really pushed them to the very outer limits of, uh, of, of nostril work. Really? Did you, um, did you see the gay kiss? I, loved I did, it. yes. I loved the gay kiss. Yeah, Barrowman did a gay kiss. What? Yeah. On an opening ceremony for yeah. the Commonwealth Games? Yeah, this is the 21st century, don't give me that look. All right, Prince Philip, <laughs> over there. No, I'm just Who curious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. By curious. I was just curious, okay. yeah. <laughs> no, it was... Now, um, the only issues... I, I had a, a couple of issues. I'm going to move to Scotland. That's what I decided. I'd love to live in a sort of oh, children's need, cheap T-shirt, nylon wig, everyone mocking in kind of world. It sounds brilliant. And is that Scotland? Is that what you've just well, that's, depicted? That's how it was depicted in the outline <laughs> ceremony. I didn't like it. Children um, need tartan wig. It is, it is anyway. quite like that. Yeah. <laughs> there were people with tonics tea cakes. Yeah, hats on their heads. On big wow. hats. Didn't the um, tartan get a bit of a slagging off? Isn't that what happened? Well, the... when the teams came out, because yeah. I've got a few words to say on uh, some of the national gear. Uh, maybe mm-hmm. we should hold out yeah. for this because um, we need to play music now. Oh, OK. Yeah. But, um, are you, honestly, you missed a treat. Yeah. Now, there was someone dressed as a treat as well. Oh, really? <laughs> All the confectionery. <laughs> Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio.
um, oh sorry, I've got a bit toffee mouth. Oh dear. These things happen. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so the kilts. The but tartan. you know when they all come out and mm-hmm. they have all the. Well, it's not really national dress, is it? No. It's just something they feel reflects the flavour of well, the country. It's not. Isn't it national dress? Well, our national dress isn't black blazer and Microsoft inventor slacks. <laughs> Which is what we appear to oh, be I wearing. I see what you mean, yeah. We Wales sh- we had Snide had... Harrington's. Did they? Snide. It all went a bit sweet, Ed Frank. I must admit, I, um, as always without being ceremonies, I bail out before the athletes. Oh, do the, you? The, uh, the parade of athletes. I know it's funnier in the Commonwealth Games because of the outfits, oh. but I don't want to look at, you know, fit people in suits. Fit people, especially really strong, big people in suits, I find really upsetting. Really? Weightlifters in suits and that oh. terrible thick necks and mm-hmm. you missed a treat with the Maldivians. Oh yeah, I've often thought that. <laughs> but they got some flack, didn't they? The Scots for the yeah. the kilts. They were quite. Te- it was sort of techno tartan. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't mind it. Me I neither. Thought, I, thought it was I right. didn't mind it, but I didn't like the what I call QI panelist shirt teamed with the with the kilt. Oh, I see. Do you know what I mean? It was a pale blue shirt with a slight pattern. Yeah. Yeah. Whenever I watch football focus, and bear in mind these men are all either athletes or sex athletes, I always think maybe the shirt, you know, the dress shirt, the bottoms collar, was a mistake. Mm -hmm. Because it never looks right on any of them. No. It's always pulled to one side, their Mm -hmm. shoulders look weird. When I watch Gary Lineker, who I'm a big fan of, presenting. the Commonwealth Games, all I can look is the tightening buttons on his around the stomach area, and he's got a good bolt. Well, I don't oh, yeah. find that a problem, I have to say. I just mm-hmm. find, um, <laughs> when I just oh, think... I find that an incentive to watch. Well, mm, I just think um, maybe dress shirts are a mistake. Mm. Mm. Well, I, I concur. I, I saw um, Subo was on, of course. I added a bit of extra tension to there. No, it does, though. <laughs> Subo... <laughs> Because well, she got, got the lines wrong, Frank. She did, did she? Felt, yeah, she, yeah. She, Mull of Kintyre. She Hang forgot. On. She Mull. got Mull of Kintyre wrong, and you're telling me about John Barrowman first. That's big well, news, because, isn't it? You know, you're always not sure whether you can talk about Sue Bo. Oh, um, no. Really? She's a trouble soul. Well, okay. I don't know. She, seemed, she seems better, but I, uh, Claire Baldwin, I felt, wasn't, wasn't trusted. She interviewed her in a yeah. real quick fire. So, you're you, you going, well, she'd say, yes, I am. Yeah. And then there was the next <laughs> question. It's, right. I think. What you don't want from Subo is a second sentence. No. <laughs> because they think she might go a bit avant-garde. Avant-garde? And you could tell she was a bit nervous, Claire, and she wouldn't let him move on at all. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I thought she, she looks nice now and she's got, you know... I don't oh, know she's scrubbed up lovely. No, she has, God bless her. What about when the Malaysian president of the Commonwealth Games couldn't open the Queen's Battle? Oh. You know, I missed that. I was gone by then as well. How did you? I saw the Queen. I thought, oh, yeah, no, no, what's coming next now? Speeches and stuff. She didn't jump out of a plane or anything. It was all no. normal. No, she jumped out of a cake. Really? Yeah. Oh, Tiny bikini good. on. A t- ton of tea cake, was it? <laughs> um, she it put lipstick like... on. She put... Yes, oh, yeah. She, put... she reapplied her lipstick. That was my favourite moment ever in life. The Queen perhaps. had an Emily Dean moment. <laughs> yeah, she did. <laughs> she, put, she puts her own lipstick on. I, I no mean, way. What goes through I her think... mind? Does she look and think, oh, I don't look quite hot enough, I'll put some no, more lipstick on. No, you know on. what happened. Hon- honesty attaché. She had an honesty attaché. <laughs> Lean forward, saying that lips looking a bit blue, mum. Mum, <laughs> so I have to say. Either and that or uh, she got some post and opened it and realised, hang on, I don't look like the stamp at all. And she doesn't. She doesn't look that <laughs> lipsticky on the. Uh, <laughs> That's a good point. You've got her mixed yeah. up with Pat Butcher. <laughs> <laughs> 
listening to the Frank Skinner podcast from Absolute Radio. Want your Frank fix a little sooner? Listen live every Saturday from 8am on Absolute Radio. Across the UK on digital radio, mobile apps and in London and the South East on 105.8 FM. Absolute Radio. What about when Chris Hoy was denied entrance to the Chris Hoy velodrome? That's funny. One of my favourite stories. That is, that's very, So have you got any ID? You do the Brilliant. And, um, I can do the on your, mm. no, on your bike, <laughs> that'd be great. That'd that's be very worse. Good. That's like you being denied access to that central reservation in Birmingham. Yeah, that would be outrageous. Mm. But I find that the security's pretty lax <laughs> there. Um, we've actually had an email saying uh, there were cameramen on segways, Frank. Oh, there were? Apparently so. Oh, I missed that. But I'm afraid when Barrowman's on screen, the periphery oh. stuff just goes into yeah, blur. Yeah, you can't be looking me. on the uh, edges. Um, I've actually watched some of the sport, though. I hadn't. I didn't see the uh, the games, uh, start the opening ceremony, but no. I've had a bit of a result, because every time I've turned it on, either something exciting or something that I have a passing interest in has been on. The first That's one... That's true of television, isn't it? Mm. No, not, not at all. Is There's not? loads of telly that just does nothing for me. Um, you know, and not just cricket, oh. other stuff. I don't know what to say, Frank. Stay away from cricket. Um, <laughs> the first time I turned it on, uh, I saw the young man win the 200 metres breaststroke. That oh, he, he's a young he did, man. Well, he's only 20. Oh, okay. But he did a really cute thing where he, he won it by a time that he's never done. And so he sort of touched the sides. And then when he turns around, there's a shot of his face when he sees his time. And he's literally going, <gasps> like that. He's Aww. looking like, oh, I didn't know I could do that fast. It's really good, really. And it said the, that he's also competing in the 50 metres breaststroke and the 100 metres breaststroke. This mm. guy just breaststrokes all the time. Breaststrokes for England. I wonder. Mm. No, I know Scotland. he doesn't, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I just wondered if uh, he might even commute to work. I wonder if he lives on a river and he studies down the road. Just, oh, I'll just swim to. Swim to work, swim to training, swims everywhere, that guy. And they mentioned David Wilkie on the uh, commentary. I don't know why, but David Wilkie mm. gives me flashbacks to school. Oh, I, don't, yeah. I don't really know why, because I think he last won a medal in 1976. I was born in 75, so why do I know who David well, Wilkie is? Let, let's not my... all start talking about when we were born, for goodness sake. <laughs> no, that'd goodness be, sake. That would be awful. Um, also, I don't think I have, who do you think you're kidding, <laughs> Mr Hitler, as a jingle? <laughs> <laughs> I am um, David. The reason I think of David Wilkie is that when I was being taught to swim a few years ago, I am. Um, the man said the way to um, best way to get your goggles on steam is to gob in them and, right? and rob the saliva around. And that's yeah. what he said. And that's what David Wilkie used to do. Brilliant. Did you so, do that? Oh yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. I love that you did that. I had to write to David Wilkie. I sent him a container and a self-addressed envelope so that he could send me some of his oh, saliva. Good. Brilliant. And you yeah. use it for mosquito bites yeah. as well now, don't you? Well, I don't know about that. I'm a bit... Um, <laughs> keep a bit back. I think I want to keep... Uh, for me, you know, Wilkie for goggles. That's what we say in our house. Mm-hmm. This is Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Email corner? Yeah. OK. Let's do it. Let's start with um, what I'm going to call email one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's start at the very beginning. That's a very good place to start. Lovely. All right, John Barrowman. Thank you. Re more interesting timings. Oh. Always happy to have a re on yes. the uh, email corner. This is, of course, to do with Frank's observation last week. 
that you prefer to set the alarm um, to a slightly unconventional time, don't you? You don't like the twelfths. I, I was up. Uh, I think you know the oppressive twelfths, five past, ten past, quarter past. Mm-hmm. Forget about it. Who tells us we have to do that? So I, I my alarm went off this morning at six oh four. Oh, yeah. Wowie. Anyway. And I felt, I felt already I'd started an alternative universe, started the day. Mm-hmm. You've started something of a revolution. Quite a few people have tweeted us about this. And this email, which is from V. Hughes, uh, says, My <laughs> son had his grade one trumpet exam today at 12.39 in Hertfordshire. Brilliant. I thought it was a misprint, but it was correct, yeah, and he went brilliant. in on time. I felt quietly excited about it since you'd raised the issue, and I wanted to applaud the Associated Board of Music Examiners for their stimulating scheduling. Yes, and I, I do too. Also, I, I don't know about you, but I've always really fancied playing the trumpet. Have you? Yes. I went to, um, I think it was Weymouth on holiday with a few friends. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> and they had a, a, a resonant band on in the club there, and there was a guy who used to play um, the Lonely Bull, mm-hmm. Herb Alpert. And I just fell in love with the trumpet. My dream is to learn the trumpet and, in future, to do all my car horn <laughs> things live. Oh, that sounds yeah. good. That'd be nice for Kath. I think keep car horns live would be a good uh, a good sticker to have on um, on musicians. What do you think? Well, you've got the lips for it, Frank. You're a bit uh, too, got, too has Lisa. Got, has he got a natural embrasure? Um, have I? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, look, um, I'll come. There'll be more embrasure chit chat later. Skinner, Dean, and Cochrane together. The Frank Skinner Show. Absolute Radio. Uh, we're still in email corner, but if I could just uh, read a text first and foremost, because oh, I'm, yeah, I'm we're, we're free form. I'm interested ultimately. in what what this is all about. Peter three four two has texted, "Hello trio, can I try an experiment? Can Alan pronounce moat, please? You will see what I mean when he does, but he doesn't say what he means." Okay, moat. Moat. What have I done mm. that's wrong about that? It's I mean, quite I could extended. Do a, I could do a John Barrowman. Moat. See, moat. <laughs> there you go. Mm-hmm. I, I, don't, I hope that satisfies you, Peter. Moat. Three, four, moat. I think it's the point that you are. It sounds like you're about to uh, read uh, Mallory's Moat Dartha. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what I was aiming for. Moat. So it's instead of moat, you've gone moat. Oh. Sally's pipe. Moat. <laughs> Maybe it is, yeah. Moat. Peter, 342, let us know if that uh, satisfies you. Um, mm. Into email corner. Dear Frank, Emily and Cockiel St. Jacques. Oh, no. They love, they love a variation of the cockerel. I like Cockiel St. Jacques. Well, I'm glad you say that because I had to Google it and I thought it was absolutely disgusting. <laughs> what oh. is it? Scallops and wine and yeah. mushroom and breadcrumbs and cheese. I mean, it's a that, lovely dish. All kinds of everything that is, remind me. I was of. really fine with the cockerel, with Le Coq Sportif, with some of the more. You don't like Cockiel Some of the more blue versions of Alan Cochran, I was mm. fine with. Mm. I haven't reacted badly to any of them. But. Cockiel St Jack's turned my stomach. It really did. Pricey as well. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, pricey doesn't really work unless your surname's Price. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should. And it doesn't with even work then. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Oh, disgusting. Cockiel don't mess with St. the pricey. Um, 
Uh, please, can you settle an argument for us? We always listen to your podcast when travelling in the car and like to sing along with the jingles. However, we always sing different lyrics. Please, can you tell us who you agree with? My other half believes that the jingle, e.g. following Frank's delightful singing of Email Corner, goes mm. absolute radio. Oh, you know what they're on about? They're on yeah. about... Dun, 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 dun. Oh, is that what they're on about? Yeah. I thought they meant at the end of Email Corner. Yeah, and then it goes... Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> oh, OK, right. It's the it's the absolute jingle, isn't yeah. it? Dun, 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 it's a standard dun, dun. jingle. Whereas I'm convinced it rather charmingly goes, this is Frank Skinner. Does that no, it's this, this is Frank Skinner. No. What was that one? Absolute radio. That's I've always thought art of the chocolatier. <laughs> which is subliminal advertising for Thorntons, and we're not getting paid for it. Is that fair? Well, no. They could sponsor the show. Just art saying. of the chocolatier. We don't know which it is. Yours tunefully, Katie and Simon, prisoner numbers 975 and 848, respectively. But, um, yeah, I'm happy to hear any suggestions as what what the lyrics could be to that. We should get lyrics, because the music man here, who has to um, has to uh, accept my musical choices, often grudgingly, might I add. <laughs> worst, job in um, the, worst job in London. <laughs> one said to Daisy, one said to Daisy um, can you ask him to steer clear of instrumentals? Mm-hmm. He didn't. He did. I wouldn't mind, I was working on Classic FM at the time. <laughs> it's very, very tricky. Absolute. Absolute, Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We've had some suggestions for that jingle, by the way. Oh, yeah. Oh, You're I'll not going to like this. Go on. This is from Tommy Shack. Emily, Dean and Friends. Oh, Emily, <laughs> Dean and Friends. It's funny that that's on your computer. It's not on mine. <laughs> it's really weird, that. that. There's another one. Our main Dean jingle, of course, is... Mine. We've not had that in a long time. Oh, I could do with a Kiora. <laughs> get me a Kiora. There's also Emily, Frank and Al. All right. That's, that's not bad. You but can call me Al. The problem. Just don't call me Cocky Olsen Jack. I think I sung that in a slightly rainbow way, which I like. Yeah. Um, isn't there a uh, problem, though, that the jingle runs throughout Absolute's work? Yeah. Um, so it couldn't be Emily Frank and Al. It would have to be a more generic absolute. Well, unless they gave me a bit more work. Radio, like they suggested. Could give me a few more shows, wouldn't wouldn't hurt. A couple of extra shifts. Yeah. Well, I'm a bit busy at the moment. <laughs> yeah, you no are. No one's talking about you. You're okay. always busy, aren't you? <laughs> Um, we've also had an email uh, titled David Wilkie. Uh, like Frank, I'm about the same age as David Wilkie and was, I think you're a bit younger than him, actually. Yeah. And was once mistaken for him at my local petrol station back in the 70s. A guy got out from the car behind me and said in a fil- familiar way, Hello, how are you? I replied, Fine. He said he. He could see I could he could see I didn't recognise him, so he proceeded to tell me that I was DW, David Wilkie, and that he spoke to me last night. I said he was mistaken. Then the woman who was filling my car with petrol, who had done it many times before, said, I knew I had seen you. I then started to doubt my own identity. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's quite um does it end yours, David Wilkie? No, it's <laughs> a, I realised that he a. just had a terrible episode when he forgot he was David Wilkie. I was once walking past a man in the Lake District um, with like my wife. Like and you know, uh, I love the beginning to this story. Yeah, and as, at the time, I had um, I had appeared on a few panel games, and I occasionally troubled the late night schedules of Dave. Mm. And uh, and this gentleman walked what, past the home of witty banter. The home of witty banter. <laughs> um, the home of Badil. 
Hi. Sorry, that's is my... Is that who alert? That's my car alert. Frank, oh, who is, is it? it? Really? Now, no. I'm going to do a Chris Evans. You've got to tell us who it is now. Okay. That's the rule. Chris Evans. That's the rule. If the text goes off, you've got is to say right? who it is. Um, it says um, there's a children's party at two. Uh, <laughs> then we have to leave as soon as Boz wakes up. Why okay. Not? I could just meet them there or I can go home <laughs> first. Uh, I like that song that you played with the female vocal. <laughs> Love oh, yeah. you. And go. that's from David Baddiel. Yeah, it's from David from, Wilkin. From John Barrowman. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry about that. Sorry, everyone, it's very unprofessional. I quite enjoyed it. Um, yeah. I feel bad about it already. It's fine. It was funny. Um, <laughs> that's the rule. Uh, this chap stopped me and insisted that I had worked with him on uh, some job that he'd done, like some forestation thing. And I was sort of... I couldn't say... No, 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 I think it's that you've probably seen me on Dave late at night. And he's going, no, 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 we've worked together. And I was kind of like, no, we haven't. I, oh couldn't, I couldn't bring myself to put him no, out of his misery. See, I always could just go with it. I just agree with anything. <laughs> I do. do you, you know when that bloke thought I was Colin Crompton recently, who died, <laughs> died back yeah. in the 80s, and I just, I just completely went with it. <laughs> I mean, you're only going to be with these people for a matter of minutes. Why not just let them believe? Oh, if you build it, questions about the campaign that we'd worked on together. If you build it, he will come. That's what I feel about the Colin Crompton uh, hoax. <laughs> what a great name for a band! <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. On jingle lyrics, we've had a text re-jingle lyrics. That's if the creeks don't rise, scans. That's, That's if, if the, the creeks, creeks don't, don't rise. See, that works oh, right yeah. across. That could work, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah. That's can very we, can you that? Who's that from? Uh, Mark. OK. Well, it's, with a C. Uh, Good shout, Mark. Mark with a C. Mm -hmm. It's quite jovial for such a depressing theme. Oh, i tell you who I'd like to talk about, Frank. Because oh. I like a man who gets involved. You know that. Oh, you certainly do. And... This Bob Rennings uh, character, Bob. Um, I don't know if you heard about him, he saved a driver from a burning car. He didn't oh, call any emergency like services. Man, yeah, yeah, superhero, real-life superhero. Um, you did this a bit yourself when you were younger. You dressed. You were a bit of a superhero, weren't you? Well, I used to dress as Batman mm -hmm. with, my, yeah. with my cousin, but we didn't, we didn't, uh, you never, we didn't drag anyone from a burning car. You never car. ripped open a locked car and bent the door. No, we kicked a den down over the fields. <laughs> That's bullying. That's bullying. That's bullying. That's not one the there. same. No one there would have been too far. We just kicked it. It was mainly a milk crate. And some, yeah. Uh, I think it was asbestos sheeting. Oh, so, right. in fact, we were... Those were the days. Yeah, we, yeah. We, you could enjoy asbestos in those days. Mm. Um, but now, of course, it's all been oppressed. It's a lot of judgment. <laughs> but, yeah, we he, kicked, kicked it down. Well, he he pulled up on a freeway. Yes, I've gone American. What of it? Um, somewhere near Minnesota, I believe. Okay. And... Um, Saw this, saw this car. He bent over, shattered the glass, freed the passenger because oh, it was on fire. How do you do that? How do you shatter the glass? Just pure superhuman strength. Brilliant. I mean, I, I like this story, but mainly because it's sort of a grass is green. I'm never going to be part of this story. I never, think. I never think. Gonna be. Oh, I don't know. I can imagine myself in a burning car. I could be. You could be the burning. I mean, if I was to do that, if I had that power, I think I would rip open the door and then just find somebody smoking on the back seat and them go, "It's fine. We're just enjoying." Mm. But I just know e cigarettes so, or something. Um, 
that person who rescued you in that fashion is quite likely in a week's time to get an invoice from Autoglass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, can you pay the first Similarly, 75 quid that isn't coming? I mean, I know you saved yeah. my life, but, you know, I mean, there might, you, couldn't you just pull yeah. me out through the... No, su- no such thing as a free emergency service. Frank, similarly, I'm not being rude, but I can't imagine you doing it either. Oh. I think well, your like- intention would be there, but I think you might sublet it, is what I'm saying. Well, I'd, you know, I'd get a man in. Yeah, you would. Probably call the fire brigade. <laughs> I, I don't s- know. What I'd do is I'd get on the bonnet and uh, and shout some amusing <laughs> anecdotes through the windscreen. <laughs> so they went out happy. Well, just to calm them. Because <laughs> oh, yeah. it's panic that's the main thing. Well, that would be calming, wouldn't it? Having a bloke telling jokes through the windscreen as the car's on fire. Well, it depends really on the jokes. Cal- <laughs> they always say it depends on the jokes. Calming jokes? Well, he could seem hopelessly <laughs> devoted to you. Oh, yeah. I could do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, yeah. I, I, I wouldn't be able to do my muttering version because I'd, I'd, I'd have to be able to hear it through oh. the windscreen. Well, and I'd being also, licked at by the There would be some crackling and uh, <laughs> I imagine the dripping of, uh, of interior. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, yeah, I'd have to do some of my, mainly my visual stuff. Mm-hmm. I think, and you know, there's bits when you're on a bonnet and it suddenly goes down a bit and it just jolts you. <laughs> like, yeah, you I'd like. be a bit worried about my back in that respect. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Before we return to uh, the man bending the car door open, I just thought I would share a text that we've just received from Mash in London. Uh, I used to live in the same village as Barrowman by Barry in South Wales. John Barrowman used to live in Barry. That's Bit a of gossip. Mm. Um, I didn't know he was a Barry man. Yeah, he was a Barry man. <laughs> he, did, he did an American-style garage sale one day and my mate bought a pair of his jeans. Um, I thought this was going to continue to be an eBay story, but no. Uh, they were a size 38 waist. Yo, What's kidding. that? He Is wore that them to the pub that Big. night and Is nobody it? believed they were Barrowman's. Mash. I don't believe Barrowman's ever been 38 waist. Well, maybe he'd, uh, maybe he's pulled the rip. No, I think he lost time. weight, Barrowman. Oh, really? I seem to remember when we had our TK Maxx, TK Maxx chat. <laughs> he might have uh, revealed that. Really? Had he gone uh, mm-hmm. gone paleo? Fair enough. Get rid of the carbs. Uh, Cap- anyway, this uh, this Bob Renning, Captain the Jack super Harkness, of course. Oh yeah. Hmm. What about that? What about that? Eh? Yeah. yeah. What's that? That was his role in. Uh, Torchwood. Oh, I can't be bothered talking about that. (laughs) (laughs) He's very fine. You've got to be careful about starting a rule like that. (laughs) I mean, that could could ruin the whole show, couldn't it? (laughs) You know what? When Frank's in it, when Frank goes on about cricket, oh, I can't be bothered talking about that. That's Shut the, that's up. That's when my episode goes. There out. we go. <gasps> oh, we should on. have a special music Let me get for that. Get my diary. Shall we have? Uh, yeah. Let's play some music. October the eleventh. October the eleventh. TX date. Well, we me, need to think of a little strap line. We'll workshop a strap line while you're finding the music. Six. October eleven. October eleven. Skinner on Doctor Who. <laughs> what do you think? It's a, it's October a bit eleven. I'm thinking of October Revolution. I've got completely mixed up. Yeah. Uh-huh. I quite okay. like it. It's quite big. That like reminds it. me when Tattoo yeah. had the flat upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> I will put that date in my diary, though. Do Frank. put it in your diary. Mm. Let it settle there. So Bob Renning, the superhero that ripped yeah. the car door off. I just worry about the rest of his life now that he's ripped a car door off. Like as soon as. 
a pickle jar needs open and he can't do it, he's going to be like, oh, you know. Well, I remember that. The rest day. of his family. Oh, do you remember you ripped that car door off, but now you can't get the pickle jar you know open? I yeah. had that experience. I, no. Uh, I, made, I made a cheese sandwich and I, I literally could not get the top off the of pickle <laughs> And uh, I ended up having to eat something else. <laughs> Did you not try it's, all the tricks? I tried. Uh, I t- I, it's the most Talk depressing. Talk through the tricks. Yeah. Most, you I, pierce the jar lid. That works. I d- you know what? I, I'll be honest. I didn't try the tricks. I wanted to do it. I wanted to prove that I could do it without any tricks. So I'm a man. Elastic bands around the lid. Another way. I bought and a lovely t- rubber gadget from the Innovations catalogue. Same, same trick. Really, I've, I've heard that. I... Um, I <laughs> <laughs> Later on, I uh, I had another go. After I, I I kept going intermittently through the day, and eventually, about four hours later, I'd, I'd got it off, and then I felt I could relax. I had that. My and theory, you could eat a my theory is not hungry anymore. That this is I was too exhausted, too sick to eat with effort. <laughs> but this is why pensioners get up uh, five o'clock in the morning so they oh, can yeah. loosen, the loosen the jars for later in the day. <laughs> yeah, it was so depressing that that that, that that's when you really know the, the, the you're near the end. I always got very hot water, so the metal expands slightly. I just went hot. <laughs> yeah, but on the plus side, you've got a penthouse. Yeah. Yeah. yeah thank you for that. I feel better already. <laughs> the Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on Absolute Radio. Talking about opening jars, says 285, can Frank please do his world-class impression of Tupperware being opened? Chris. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are talking about opening jars. That was very fine, Frank. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and... There was an extraordinary incident not seven minutes ago <laughs> in the studio. Again, I enjoyed it yeah, so I much. love it. Carry <laughs> <laughs> uh, on. Um, if I was Cathy, I'd just ask you to do that all night. Mm. How do you know she doesn't? <laughs> I think, as opposed to your mumbling songs dream, that should be a central part of your Edinburgh show, your Tupperware opening impersonation. Okay, I remember the last thing you said to me, oh, you should do that in your act. <laughs> completely died. I realised it was. <laughs> It, it was, was sabotage. It was a trap. Somewhat yeah. Machiavellian advice from the cockerel. Oh, Telling people your tickets are overpriced. All sorts. <laughs> I haven't said that. <laughs> I think twenty-seven fifty is cheap, for Frank. <laughs> <laughs> it's not twenty-seven fifty. <laughs> Plus three fifty admin fee. Yeah. No, that's not true. No. He doesn't know how much the tickets are because he no. doesn't bother himself with details like free. this at his yeah, level. I keep telling you, I go in the back door. Anyway, oh, no. we've just had. Uh, We've just had a bit of an, an extraordinary episode, incident. Jar opening episode. Yes, Kerry um, went next door, came back. Can you believe it? With um, three jars of four. marmite. Well, one was four technically. Oh, one yeah. was squeezy to prove that there is marmite available, and three too tight s- screw top ones. The jars were offered to Frank Skinner, Alan Cochran, and Robbie Tech. And yeah. you, Robbie, opened his within, I'd say, how long the did it take? The blink you? of an That's eye. Four yeah. seconds. Oh, I'd, you could call Alan Cochran was me. next. But he's, he's a technical man, so he probably has to do that kind of physical thing a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alan Cochran, about seven seconds. Yeah, been doing a little bit of uh, grip training. Frank Skinner, I've never seen such tension in my life. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It felt like it would never end. He milked it. Honestly. <laughs> he really milked it, didn't he? If Julian Lloyd Webber had been here with his bow, he could have played the tendons in my neck. Honestly, it was like a street performer that you know is going to do the unicycle ride, but is pretending that they can't for well, ages. Well, I, I, I was no pretending. I thought, I, I just thought, oh dear, I'm going to make a fool of myself. But um, it was Tom Cruise hanging off a cliff in Mission Impossible. 
Mission Impossible. <laughs> that would have been a different film if it was just with Frank and a jar of Marmite. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, can we establish that I did take the top off the Marmite? Yep. You did. It was, mm. it I've was heard some euphemisms in my time. Yeah, and if there are any paramedics in the Soho area that can treat shoulder injuries, that would be fantastic. It shows <laughs> that all I need is an audience. Because <laughs> then <clears throat> just gives you that extra bit of adrenaline. Do you think that that's what Bob drive? Rennan did when they uh, ran up to the car door? He thought, ah, oh, this car's packed. <laughs> Nobody just, knew like, that the bloke, the bloke in the car would tell people. That's yeah. why he was desperate to save him. Imagine yeah. if he'd died and not gone on to tell the tale of, uh, of Bob's heroism. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And I can exclusively reveal that Frank did do the now standard uh, Stuart Pearce, come on. Yeah, gesture. I did come on, and then I sang the first bit of Niss and Dorma. Yeah, you did <laughs> sing Niss and Dorma. I did. And I don't normally like Japanese cars. Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Okay, I um, I did save apparently someone's life. Once. Did you? A friend, friend of mine told me that he was um, no. he was uh, about to jump off a balcony at the flats in the West Midlands. We were probably up on the tenth, I would say, and I um, I um, restrained him and basically talked him out of it. I don't remember; I was very drunk. And I think the tip in this is if you want to be a hero in life, don't try it sober, for goodness sake. No. Get plastered. Yeah. Yeah. That's the way forward. But yeah, he tells me I saved his life. So um, if you're listening, uh, Azama. <laughs> no, it, no, he, honestly, this mate of mine honestly claims that. So, really? Yeah, it's a nice thing. If only I could remember it, I'd feel quite proud of it. I'll tell you what, I, I always regard it as something of a superpower. What's I, that? Um, I'm always the first in a group to feel rain. Oh, oh are you fine? Always, I'll oh, say, really? I'll say, was that rain? And they'll go, and it's great when they go, no, no, I didn't know. And then it's the best ever, yeah. um, I told you so, superpower. Because mm -hmm. then they go, oh, hold on a minute, it is raining. And I yeah. say, well, you know, you heard it here first. Wow. It's brilliant. My superpower is... I think I know instinctively if people have been talking about me if I enter a room. Mm, that gosh. could be paranoia, though. That's, no, that's I so know. I can tell by their faces. And do you know how I deal with it? I say, this looks like a very cosy chat. Oh, that's good. Oh, yeah. Take uh, them on. Do they ever say, oh, here she comes? That's, <laughs> that's one of my um, things to look out for. Oh, it's a double bluff, do you do? Especially if it's me entering a room. But I have to be entering a room of 1960s homosexuals <laughs> for them to say that. Whoop, here she comes. <laughs> but um, I don't do that very often nowadays. I think there is one by Anne Norris next to the 1970s <laughs> shop. You're listening to the Frank Skinner podcast from Absolute Radio. Want your Frank fix a little sooner? Listen live every Saturday from 8am on Absolute Radio. Across the UK on digital radio, mobile apps and in London and the South East on 105.8 FM. Absolute Radio. I think my um, sense of smell is on the very edge I've eaten of... Jam. Uh, <laughs> you've eaten jam but I doubt if a, a band called The Rifles will no. write a song about it <laughs> sorry Alan my, I think my sense of smell is on the very edge of human and the, if it was just a little bit better it would be superhuman really yeah I was on the Are top you my floor honesty, of my house attaché? I was on the top floor of my house the other yeah, day yeah. and I could smell top the lilies floor. that were in the kitchen it's a ground floor three floors above well two floors if you count were they, were they particularly Lilies are smelly, aren't they? So I suppose it's not that. But even so, 
Yeah. Is that, so. a, is that a plus or a minus in life, then? Well, it's a, a plus if it's nice smells, and it's a minus... Depends who you live with, really. Of course, it makes yeah. sense, really, doesn't it? You know, yeah. if, uh, if someone's left the bathroom door open, it's not always great, but if it's... Well, um, unless they've been in know, there um, lovely pulping coffee. lilies. B.A. Baracus yeah. looks like he might smell a bit. You think? B.A. Mm. Baracus. Mm. Mr. T. Mm. I think we established mm. this, didn't we? Because yeah. coffee uh, gives you bad breath. Yeah. yeah. Sherry Fry coffee from Bonanza had lovely breath, and Mr. T had got breath mm-hmm. like compost. We're talking about <laughs> <laughs> it's funny old world, let's face it. Isn't it? Um, and anyway, you were saying earlier that you, uh, you've got I a new shower I was worried when you system. say you were saying earlier. Yeah. This is something I was saying off air that I would never say on radio in yeah. a million years. I feel I should confess, earlier on in the show, when I said that I hadn't had a, an official shower or bath from Monday morning to Thursday evening. Right. It was because I've been away camping. The cockerels went on a camping holiday. Oh, well, oh. I, don't, I don't think you, you should. I, the last time I was in a tent for four days, I went to uh, Cropredy, which is Fairport Convention's uh, festival. Is it really? And Sounds I, like I didn't even take my uh, pants or socks off. I kept really? that on for the whole Did thing. Yeah. Good for you. You yeah. really mucked in. I'm all right with it. It's like a school holiday. The last time I was in a tent, I was about 10 years old, school trip. I said, I never want to do that again, Mummy. She said, you never have to. (laughs) (laughs) And I haven't. That sounds, in a way, like good parenting. (laughs) If if it upsets you this much, darling. I bet you've been in a few marquees. Have you? (laughs) Yeah, I might have. It was great. I really enjoyed it. I don't think I'm a natural Do you own a tent or do you have to... We we now own a trailer tent, boys and girls. Oh. And as we were What's driving that? there, it's a it's a trailer that opens up and becomes oh. a tent. So it's it's very so clever. It's almost a caravan holiday. Very oh, do clever. you have an awning then? An extension? Yeah, extended it's got awning. it all. It's got it all. Oh, it was I've our seen first those trip with on it. the sitcoms with Richard Briers. I didn't know people had them. It was our first trip with it, and my wife, whilst driving it, said, "Honestly, towing this trailer, I think, might be the most mature thing I've ever done." <laughs> now that is a woman who has been through childbirth and who I know for a fact has got a will. Now, that is ridiculous, wow. isn't it? The most mature thing, just towing. We should save that for a text in next week. What's yeah, the most, the most mature, mature thing, thing you've ever done? The most mature thing you've ever done. I think, um, I think parenthood, isn't it? Surely. I know it's boring. I don't know. I mean, towing a trailer. I was on the lawn the other day, flat on my belly, pretending to be a crocodile. <laughs> right. So I wouldn't have done that since I stopped drinking. <laughs> so Stopping drinking's probably oh. it. But that was fairly... Uh, yeah, it's quite. It's a, it's a big question, though. Yeah. Mm. I had a bit of a moment as well. We'll come back to that if you want. It's, oh, yeah. Uh, I had a very mature moment whilst there. Did you? Yeah. Uh, well, you always get a nice breakfast, that's what they say. <laughs> so, um, this... Uh, <laughs> My absolute God. <laughs> yeah, I get a lot of uh, texts to the show that begin like that. <laughs> Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. We're just hearing about Alan's uh, luxury holiday he treated his family to. Well, it was luxury, yeah, and we, um, we had to go in this trailer tent, and I had a little bit of a... I had a rhyme of the ancient mariner moment. We stopped... You, you didn't kill an albatross. No. <laughs> we stopped to ask <laughs> directions. Stop one of three? We, uh asked this couple directions they were um they were, did, did they were they, a tanned couple and did he say unhand me gray beard loop <laughs> no <laughs> I, she, I so wish he had <laughs> she spotted the children in the back she was probably i would say in a 
fifties or sixties, this woman, and she spotted the children in the back, and she was oh six and three, and, uh, and then she fixed me with a stare, <gasps> and she said, "You used to work with me." She <laughs> said, Did she fix you with a, a glittering eye? She fixed me with a stare and said almost threateningly, "These are the best years of your life." <laughs> And I couldn't respond. I I really wanted to say something like, "Well, now I've kicked the heroin. I'm really enjoying my time," but I I couldn't because wow. she'd gone for the full stare. And oh. later that night, when I was killing a mosquito with a hammer, oh, I thought, "No, sorry, but is I'd... this what she meant? Is this what she meant? These are the best years. Am I meant to be enjoying this?" I That's mean, wrong. Well, it was just there. The hammer was there, and the mosquito buddy, was in the we trailer. We get a lot of buddy monks listen to this. Why do you two always have a strange fallout at the end of every show? It was cricket <laughs> last week, it was cricket. and it's mosquitoes this week. This week. It's my uh, slaying. Well, I'll tell you something now. This week is that there was a, a horrible bitey thing in my bedroom. Yeah. A fly thing, and I thought, oh. oh, I don't really just want to kill it. None of us made any comments about no. cat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I thought, oh, I don't want to kill it. I'll leave it. And mm. I woke up the next morning. I got about five really big bites, one of which has gone a bit septic and horrible. Oh, so, sweet. what's the moral of this story? Get the kill, out. kill, kill. Yeah. <laughs> and I did the strangest bit of admin I've ever done in my life. There was no signal because it was a North Wales bit oh, yeah. and we went down to the beach R- on the first day no it was all hilly you know what i'm saying <laughs> campsites okay. part of the thing is no signal yeah went down to the beach i went about i don't know i don't like the lone drive down to the beach no no we all went like oh, laying okay. down down into the sea i walked out about 50 down feet into the sea <laughs> SpongeBob SquarePants. I went about fifty feet out into the water, and suddenly I had a signal. I got a volley of texts. Wow! I clicked on the three G, and I got about fourteen emails, to which I replied with my feet in the sea. Oh, beautiful! That's worth knowing. It was a really nice feeling. To it, you could always move to Atlantis. It's worth knowing. (laughs) It made me think that businessmen should. uh, just do their work whilst they've got their feet in a foot spa. That's... Why was you getting it? The Wi-Fi signal said Nautilus. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was just 3G. There was no 3G in the tent, but there was 3G in out the in the sea. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing. Well, we'll have to look into this. Yeah. Any, Robbie um, the tech will t- talk us through Any later. 3G um, experts, um, text us, and I then we'll need talk f- about it next week. Don't, don't call me. Spa. That's what I've decided. Well, that's a fascinating... I honestly, honestly find that... Um, when you're on tour, you realise that 3G is rare. 4G more or less doesn't exist outside of London. Mm-hmm. <sighs> People will look back on that and say, can you believe that was the case? <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, coming up next is Leona Graham. And if the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, <laughs> we'll be back again um, this time next week. Now get out. The Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. Back Saturday morning from 8. Tune in live for the full Frank experience. Absolute Radio.